It's Thursday, the 26th of January, 2023. Welcome to the Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five big stories in five minutes. Let's jump into it. Story number one, annual inflation hit a near 33-year high of 7.8% in the December quarter. That's below the Reserve Bank's forecast, but it was above economists' expectations. And that has convinced some market watchers that interest rates are rising again when the central bank's board meets in just 12 days' time, Sean. Yes, it wasn't the number economists were hoping for. The headline 1.9% rise over the quarter was driven by big price increases in domestic and international travel and accommodation and a big and expected rise in electricity bills. We've all felt that. The December quarter is expected to mark the peak in inflation. That's good news. The bad news is that price rises remain very, very high. Now, the underlying rate, which is all important, came in at 6.9%. That was higher than expectations. In fact, the quarterly rate of 1.7% was the highest since the series began back in 2023. So what's happened as a result is that bond investors have priced in a 100% chance of a rate rise on February 6th. Market economists are now changing their mind. Those that thought rates would pause, they're now saying, hmm, maybe there will be another rate rise. Certainly the S&P ASX 200, the share market, fell back about half a percent. The winner was the Aussie dollar. It's back above 71 US cents. Wrap that all up. Inflation's higher than we hoped. As a result, it's likely that interest rates will rise when the Reserve Bank Board meets in about 12 days' time. All right, on to story number two, Sean, and sales of newly built homes fell by nearly 5% nationwide in the December quarter. That is the sharpest decline since the onset of the pandemic. And that was thanks to a fall in demand and rising interest rates, according to a new report from the Housing Industry Association. Sales in the fourth quarter last year were 42%, 42% lower than the same time a year earlier. Now, the slowing in sales will flow through to a pullback in building activity this year. And given the building sector is both a large employer and has a significant multiplier effect, you know, you build a new home, you buy new appliances, etc., that's really bad news for the economy. Rising interest rates has triggered a lack of access to finance. That's largely been responsible for 20% of new home buyers cancelling contracts with builders. 20%, one in five. Incredible. HII reckons that we might have to cut rates later next year to avoid a recession in the building industry. All right. Story number three, Sean, the Murdochs, being Rupert and Lachlan, have pulled plans to merge the family's media assets worth around $40 billion after a group said that it wants to buy the company's US digital real estate business. Rupert and Lachlan announced a plan last year to recombine News Corp and Fox, but yesterday they released a statement saying the deal was off. Rupert Murdoch said they'd decided the deal wasn't optimal. Now, Recently, a US company called Move approached News Corp to buy Realtor.com. That's the online property business owned 80% by News Corp and 20% by rea.com.au here in Australia. It seems that that deal, which would be worth billions of dollars, has scuppered the plan to put News Corp and Fox back together. Story number four, this Australia Day, Sean, more than most, seems to be about who is working and who isn't, and that's in business and government. 
Yes, that's right. The Federal Finance Department yesterday sent out a memo to staff saying they can substitute a gazetted public holiday for an alternate day off. Now, it didn't mention Australia Day, but the timing was pretty obvious. In the corporate world, Telstra boss Vicky Brady, National Australia Bank Chief Executive Ross McEwen and REA Group's Owen Wilson are all working today. Ms Brady said Australia Day on January 26 is a painful reminder of discrimination and exclusion for many Indigenous Australians, and she felt it right for her to swap out Australia Day for another day. Now, plenty of companies are allowing staff to swap out Australia Day. Medibank, Channel 10, Transurban, REA, Telstra, Woodside Energy, Canva, the big consulting firms, also most of the top law firms. All right, and finally, Sean, it seems appropriate that on Australia Day we're talking about Jim Molan, senior soldier and Liberal senator who was farewelled yesterday after dying from cancer, aged 72. The retired Major General's casket was draped in the military flag and he received military honours as family, friends and colleagues paid their respects. Governor-General David Hurley, former Prime Ministers Tony Abbott and Scott Morrison, Opposition Leader Peter Dutton and other senior Liberal figures were among the mourners. Now, Molan's 40-year military career included deployments to countries including Papua New Guinea, East Timor and Iraq. He was elected to the Senate in 2017, defeated in 2019, but returned months later to fill a casual vacancy. Molan was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer in 2021. He took leave from Parliament for treatment and he passed away last week. Yeah, our condolences to his family. There we go, Sean, the top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. It's Thursday, the 26th of January, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough for you, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed, wherever you listen to podcasts. And as well, check out How Do They Afford That, which is our sister podcast, making your money work a little bit harder for you. This week's episode is all about emergency money, how much extra cash you just need to have stashed away in case things go wrong. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. 